Hey dads, welcome to another edition of the Dad You Podcast. My name is Chris Sherrod, and I'm the Marriage and Family Director here at Watermark. I'm so glad you guys can listen in. As always, we want these to be really helpful and encouraging podcasts that you can listen to probably in a short amount of time, but also that is very practical. And so today, I actually just want to talk about prayer. I have no guests. I have, and this is probably going to be one of the shortest uh, podcasts we've ever done, but um, on our very first Dad You of the year, 2024, our focus is on a being a praying father, and we're actually looking at Paul and all of his uh, many examples of prayers for the church and how he saw them as a spiritual father and as his spiritual children, the things that he prayed for are some really good uh, nuggets of specific things we can pray for our kids rather than generic stuff. So here's what I want to do today. I just want to share with you a bunch of ideas on prayer that I've done through the years. Uh, some of them I am still doing. Some of them I have just no longer anymore or forgotten or want to do again. I just know that I'm, I'm consistently inconsistent in a lot of this. But I, I just want you, my challenge for you today is to pick a thing, maybe two things at the most that you want to begin to do in your prayer life. As I, I, as I think of all the men that I've ever looked up to where I've thought, I want to be like that guy when I'm that age. I think the two biggest things that always stand out is they are a man of the word and a man of prayer. And for me, I have struggled a lot with being a consistent prayer. And I I know that it's part of just the the, my fallen nature that I just am selfish and self-sufficient that I don't pray more. But in the area of praying for my kids, this is not something that I feel like I heard from very many people on, here's how you do this. And so all through these years, I've now been a father for almost 30 years. My, my oldest son is about to turn 30. Um, I've kind of picked up along the way different ideas that I just want to pass on to you. And again, like I said, some of them I still do. And so this is in addition to the importance of just your own prayer life between you and the Lord on what to do, either praying for your kids, but bigger than that of praying with your kids and teaching them how to pray and what to pray for. And uh, some of you have heard me share this before, but this comes to light so, so best when I, when I ask a child to pray and then they pray a really lame, generic, repetitive prayer that they've, they've probably learned from me that is really just kind of shallow. And it, it could be things like, uh, dear Lord, thank you for everything you've given us. Um, help us have a good day. And it's just so generic and not very heartfelt or deep or thoughtful. And I know, I think what I model for my kids sometimes is I just, I, I just want to get through with the prayer and, and, and make sure it sounds good rather than really calming and just remembering like, I'm talking to the Lord right now and modeling for them what that looks like in, in, a, in a casual loving relationship that, that I have with the Lord rather than feeling like I've got to like cover all my bases. So here's a few things. One of the things I mentioned that you'll hear many times is just get a prayer journal, get a journal in general that you can write down the things specifically you want to pray for. So that has been a huge thing for me that I write down. Each of my kids have their own page and I put a picture of them on that page and their name and what their name means or a verse I pray for them. And then some specific things that, that I always want to pray for them. So that's a big thing. But I think with my kids, I'm just let me just pick one 
most common time that we pray is going to be before a meal at, at dinner. And so that's an example there where I was going to be sensitive to my wife has worked hard to get this food on the table and I don't want it to get cold, but at the same time, not feeling like we've got to hurry and get through this. So what I've even done, and just to let you guys know, it's okay to do this. If, if you resist it, it's just our pride, but I have typed into my phone things that I don't, I want to remember when, when I'm praying or I've written them down on a piece of paper in the middle of the table that I want to look at or even encourage my kids to look at to, um, to guide our prayers a little bit. So if I am leading the prayer time, sometimes we will all together say the Lord's Prayer. So our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And so I found myself either we, we will say it all together or I'll say the first part and they repeat after me, depending on the age of your kids. And it is okay to just be reading it straight out of um, the Bible. No problem there. But teaching your kids that prayer um, is a great one. Sometimes we'll mix it up and we will just sing the doxology as our prayer before we eat. So praise God from whom all blessings flow. Um, Praise some all creatures here below. Um, All that, that, that's something that most of us know, you can teach that to your kids and that can be your prayer. Sometimes I'll say, uh, let's go around and pray for the person on your right, um, just to kind of mix it up. And again, this is just not something you should do, you know, you have to do every time, but I just think that keeping it where the kids don't feel like it is really rote. I know that one of my best friends growing up um, in his household, his dad had a prayer that because I, I knew him for so long that I literally had it memorized. I knew what he was gonna pray every single time. And it was pretty much rote and it had no uh, depth to it. So in my own life, what I have to do is ahead of time, because I know we're going to eat and we're going to pray before we eat, is to go ahead and pause for a second ahead of time before we come to the table or set a reminder on my phone of, okay, what is something different I'm, I'm going to pray for tonight? So whether it's pick an attribute of the Lord or any one of those other options, I just need to be thinking thinking of that ahead of time. Um, So different things, different phrases that I have grown to want to include in my prayers that I, again, don't always include, but um, we we live for the name and fame of Jesus. So in the prayer, somehow include that, that it's for your name, for your fame, or um, Lord, we want to love you first, best, and most uh, is another way of putting down, uh, saying the, you know, the greatest commandment of loving God with all your everything. Another phrase that I picked up somewhere um, from someone is, Lord, may we think less of ourselves, more of others, and most of you or most of Jesus. And uh, I, again, I just, it's okay to have those things written down, but just to think I need for my prayers to be fresh and uh, not just, I say the same thing every time. Um, and it could be just, even if as you're thanking God for your food, just saying it as a reminder to yourself or to your kids, like, Lord, so many people don't have what we have. Um, and we're so grateful. Um, we're so blessed. So even reminding your kids of that or that we're blessed to be a blessing. So in even the prayer time, we try, I've tried to make it more uh, intentional or to guide the kids. If one of the kids is going to pray, I'll say, hey, uh, what's one thing you want to you praise God for in your prayer? Just to kind of remind them that it's not all about just asking, 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 but it's also praising God. Uh, we have started a new tradition for about a year now of the leader of the week, which we have a little rotation. We'll get to light a candle and they say, Jesus is the light. And the rest of us repeat after that hymn, uh, Jesus is the light. So that those are some ideas there at the table of um, something that you can be um, 
uh, praying for, some things that you can be praying for. I think it's really helpful to either ask your kids how you could be praying for them. What are, what are, this doesn't have to be the dinner, dinner table, but it gives you something to talk about if you'd like. Asking your kids, what is something that you're working on or need to work on? And it's always amazing to me. This was my wife's idea to start asking kids this. It's amazing how often they know exactly what they need to work on, which is great. And you can ask them what you need to work on, but ask them, how can I be, how can I be praying for you? I think it's really helpful at any given time for my kids to tell them what I'm praying for them, to let them know, hey, these are the things that I see in you, but here's the things I'm praying for you. Reminds them, A, that you're praying for them. It reminds them of what really matters. And I think it encourages them to know that, man, dad, you know, dad cares about me enough to be praying for me. Uh, something that since we moved to Dallas, I just now remembered that I want to start doing again. I've only done it once uh, within the last couple of weeks, but when we lived in Tyler, Texas for so many years on our way to church, I began this habit of, Hey, when we cross these railroad tracks, we're probably about four minutes, three or four minutes from pulling into the church parking lot. So in an effort to try to get our hearts ready, I would use that, um, going over the railroad tracks as a prompt for me. Uh, to ask uh, one of my kids or my wife to pray um, for our uh, church experience. And part of it was praying for our own hearts to be ready to hear um, God's word. This is part of the parable of the sower um, that really the message, the main point there is it's not the seed, it's the condition of the soil of our heart that the seed lands on that that makes the difference. Um, obviously the seed is God's word and it's living and active, but the, the effect that it has is going to be dependent on the condition of our hearts. And so praying that our hearts will be ready to receive that praying for the pastor, whoever's going to be delivering the message that day is something that we began to do. And it's fun to be able to encourage, you know, the pastor to say, Hey, we prayed for you today, but praying for the, the people hearing the message, praying for others, um, lost people at the church who are going to hear the message for the first time. So that is just another way that you can incorporate prayer into your family. And it, I, to me, it really gets my heart and mind focused rather than just the fact that, hey, we're late again or hurry, 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 get get to class, um, that we're slowing down to get our hearts ready to receive um, the seed of God's word. So praying at a certain point, um, I think that in the car on the way to school or right before the kids get out, I've, I've started either at night or um, before I would drop my kids off of praying numbers six, which is one of the famous blessing prayers. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you peace. Um, is a great thing to pray for your kids right before they get out of the car or right at the end of the day. So that's that's another habit. I Something that I did years ago, uh, I would set my alarm. I just randomly chose three o'clock uh, for my, my alarm to go off every day on my watch. And for whatever I was doing, that was my prompt to pause and pray. But if I was with people or with my kids, that was a great opportunity for them to see, like, I'm making this a priority and will you pause and pray uh, with me? So that's another, another idea uh, that you can do. At the end of your day, uh, a few things. One of the ones that I, uh, a couple things I've started to do lately is just ask my, my two sons uh, sleep in the same room. And so I'll sit on one of their beds and just say, hey, what's something that you really want to give thanks for for today? What's something you're really thankful that happened today? So that the, even the bedtime prayer is more meaningful and personal. There's an app, something else we've been using this past year. There's an app called Lectio for Families. So Lectio is spelled L-E-C-T-I-O. And so the app is called Lectio for Families. And it's there's Lectio Divina, which is 
kind of a, a prayer study method. But Lectio for Families is an app where every day it just has something that you walk through together and you're listening to someone read this or say these things. And you can follow along on your phone as they're saying it. But what I like is there's some calming music in the background, especially for one of my sons. It just helps him unwind a little bit. And uh, it gives you kind of a verse for the day that you repeat with them, but also some things to pray for. And uh, every single time you do it, they actually use the acronym P-R-A-Y. So that is a good habit for the kids that allows our day to to wind down uh, in a lot of ways. So that's kind of the end of the day stuff. Uh, I mentioned also in the morning when you're when you're dropping them off or in the car. I think another time that I, I still struggle to remember this, but is even after uh, times of discipline to pray with them. And part of that is asking, reminding them that they need to talk to the Lord about this. This isn't just all of their vertical, uh, horizontal relationships rather. It's a vertical relationship as well, but also um, us praying together and just a reminder that I'm a fellow sinner that um, that we need to pray through this. So showing them again, what does it look like to repent and what, is, what does prayer look like in this? So praying after discipline, and that also helps remind them of the gospel and kind of puts a bow on the discipline time. Uh, there might be still consequences that are gonna be lived out there, but it also makes sure that they have an assurance of your love and that things aren't still like they're still in the doghouse or, or things like that. And um, I think lastly, really in all of this, I just wanna remind you, whatever you pick, that you're going to start doing. There's a great phrase that desire without discipline is dreaming. So you can want to do any of these things, but there is a time where you just have to um, have the discipline to do them. And the Bible, Paul talks about to Timothy to discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. And that is me relying on the Lord, asking the Lord to give me the desire and the power, but there's also a responsibility that I have. So it might be like early on, I had to look as I was praying, I had to look and read the number six prayer of the Lord bless you and keep you. Or right now, still, I have to write down in front of me the verbiage of what I want to say, because otherwise I'm going to default to some uh, rote or maybe even shallow things that my prayer is just to hurry and get through this thing we do before we before we eat. So any one of those, and again, we'd lo- I'd love to hear other ideas if you have, things that you do with your kids, but hopefully that encourages you a little bit with uh, just a thing that you could do differently. But I really think probably most of us are not in danger of praying too much with our kids uh, or for our kids. Uh, We're probably more in danger of not doing it enough. And so I would really want to encourage you to begin to do that. And as always with Daddy, we just want to remind you based on Deuteronomy 6 um, to love God, live his word and lead your family. And that's my prayer for you guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.